Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Juice in the Morning and Movie Review NFL Pick'em. RB is constantly on assignment at the moment. He is uh, once again checking out some teams for us to, uh, you know, really help the Pick'em for the last few weeks. Hopefully, he can be here next week. We may be uh, in a tight spot because we are. I think all going to be out of town, but we'll get we'll figure that out when we get there. Um, but once again, it is the Week 14 NFL Pick'em. BJ is in the studio with me this week. We're going to run through these quickly, and I'm going to tell you kind of how I feel about all of our picks and then also the betting aspect of our picks. Just to start off with, man, how are you doing? You were right last week about a couple of them. I want to know which ones you were most confident in and you were most happy about. Um, I called the Miami game. because Yeah, against your own team. Um, I called the... Um, uh, you had Seattle. I had Seattle. But that was kind of, which is funny because we, we was talked a, about it for quite a bit. That was a push And really. there was a lot of people that were like thinking that the Vikings might be able to go in there and steal a win against Seattle. And they damn near did. And Baltimore was one. I yeah. mean, but I I, th- I think the... Um, oh, yeah, that was the Baltimore 49ers, right? Mm-hmm. And the 49ers took it to them a little bit. But, I mean, it just... Oh, Cincinnati was the one I was the proudest of. Yes. And but in that Baltimore game, though, the 49ers had all the chance in the world to win that game. And the Ravens did exactly what they needed to do. They had a six-minute and, like, 30-second drive on the end of the game to march down and just win the game. It's like I think the Ravens are uh, kind of on pace to win the Super Bowl, and I don't think really anybody's going to be able to stop them if, if it's going the way it's going right now. Yeah, I mean, if they can get the home field advantage, I think they'll be good. It's going to be really hard for people to go in there and play them. Yeah, because you got now New England sitting at ten and two. Yep, and then you got the Ravens sitting right there. Um, and then the funny, part, and I think New England just doesn't have the the magic at the moment unless something changes. And then that's why they want Antonio Bryan so bad. Yep. The, even the more reports came out was like. That's why they wanted him because they needed that threat. Yeah, Antonio. Well, Antonio Brown is like one of the biggest uh, wide receiver threats that they could have. But they, I mean they they shipped out Antonio Brown. They shipped out Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. Or was it Demarius? I think it was Demarius Thomas. It was a Thomas. I, I I can't remember exactly who, but they have like really no no offensive weapons besides Edelman and Tom Brady. And Tom Brady has not looked like tom brady recently and then they um yeah brady threw the pick six that got called back and then um and then he got sacked on the very next play and then gronkowski didn't i didn't think he'd come back but november 30th was a deadline oh yeah and he did not so there was <clears throat> that would have been hilarious though yeah, if, he they, will, they, if they just signed him for the for the end of the year in the, the playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, yeah he will not be able to come back so um, I mean, last week we saw Dallas get up, um, get beat by Buffalo. And Dallas is just Dallas. trying to lose. And, and the, the Eagles had a chance to go six and six. The, the most interesting thing is since San Francisco lost, I think now they're fifth in the NFC West. It's wild, even though they've lost two games because of how the divisions play out. That's really wild. Mm-hmm. And think someone can win. Into, and I, I, I joked with RB Sunday night, and I was, I was like. The NFC East should just have to give away their playoff spot. Yeah, I've heard. Actually, I heard on a couple of different uh, sports podcasts and sports radio shows, people saying the same thing because a team's going to get in the playoffs and somebody's going to have to potentially go play them at home and a team might be able to make a run out of that NFC. Yeah, because, I mean, you look at this week's games and you look who's left. I mean, there's now, I mean, we know who the contenders are, but what's going to happen 14, 15, 16, and 17 is. You're going to see a lot of people crush. That so, NFC is all playing each other now, so somebody's yeah. going to have to come out on top. So they're going to eventually crush someone's um, week 17 games are going to mean something. Right. So if you have nothing to play for, you can keep somebody out of the playoffs. Right, exactly. So let's get into week 14. We'll start off with uh, Dallas at Chicago Thursday night game. Chicago. Um, I'm not sure. Do you, you know, like a Chicago dog? Oh, yeah. Big fan. Peppers. I don't like all that tomatoes, stuff. Tomatoes. I don't need all, all kinds of no. good stuff. Oh no. man, it's a good fucking thing. No. Dude, I am uh I'm a guy that gets weird looks because I'll throw some mayo on a hot dog. I've done I have nothing wrong. I, I put I uh, mayo and fries, I do. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm not a big ketchup fan. See, I'll do I'll do mayo 
Uh, mayonnaise. Mayo. Probably a couple jalapenos. Whew. And top it off with some mustard, I think. Some like spicy mustard, brown mustard. Yeah, I was hearing someone talk about that. And Ooh, and I like sauerkraut. But I know that's mo- mo- mostly for like uh, for um, brats, but I'll do sauerkraut on a hot dog. I have, we, do, we do sauerkraut on hot dogs. Yeah. What my mom used to do is cut up hot dogs and boil them and then boil, make some sauerkraut and okay. we would have sauerkraut and hot dogs. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that, That's that, when you know nothing's left in the well, <laughs> well, what's crazy about you bringing up sauerkraut or me bringing up sauerkraut, Jen and I bought a jar of sauerkraut because we were having a cookout in the summer. That jar of sauerkraut is still probably about a quarter full. Really? And I use it like, I mean, I feel like I use it pretty regularly. Like, I'll throw it on a burger, too, just because I'm, like, trying to use this. Like, I, I'm a big not-waste-stuff-in-the-fridge guy, and we can't finish this fucking sauerkraut. I think it's probably still there. Wow. And it was from, like, I'm not even kidding, probably, like, May or June. It's, I don't know if it's good anymore, but I haven't seen an expiration date on it, so I just keep eating it. See, I'm the type of person... Like when you eat a steak, I don't put anything on it. Like mm. a, a great burger, like let's say you get an Angus burger, great burger, maybe cheese, and that's it. See, I'm so bad though. Like uh, Jen and everybody knows that I'm a big sauce guy, so I have to have like I have to have like mayo, maybe some ketchup, mustard. But that's like one burger, and then my next burger is gonna have maybe some like sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce and like some onions and like some other stuff on it, and then like I'll have like. Typically, I'll have between two and three burgers if we're cooking out on the grill. And the third one will just be like a um, maybe just like plain like with cheese and like the tomato and all that stuff so I can get like a nice crunch on that burger. I see what you're saying. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to go. Uh, Dallas is favored by two and a half. Dallas is favored two and a half. I need a really big week. This is my first week of the fantasy football playoffs, and I've got uh, two players on the Dallas roster, um, Dak Prescott and um, Amari Cooper. I need them to play well. I think that they have a better offense than Chicago. Um, and I just don't think Chicago's offense can really do anything. So I think I'm taking Dallas in this game. And I'm betting money on Dallas in this game. So maybe Dallas is probably going to lose. I have Chicago. You're taking Chicago. They're playing at Chicago. Chicago. I think Chicago's defense is going to step up. Um, Mack will have a big game. I just feel like Dallas has to have some sort of game where they step up because I think, they've been getting beaten so much. I think I think this is a um, like a 17-15 to 15 game. Like, just one of those brutal, outdoors, cold games. Yeah. Because it's Chicago in in December. Yep. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas. BJ's taking Chicago for RB. You are RB's proxy today. Um, We're going to move into the Sunday games, December 8th. First game on the slate, Carolina at Atlanta. Who are you taking to this one? Uh, Carolina, I'm taking Atlanta. You're taking Atlanta. So you're going against all of RB's instincts at this moment to always bash Atlanta, and you're taking Atlanta at home against Carolina. They're favored by three. Favored by three. Carolina, the only thing is Carolina just fired their coach. Are they going to rally around and finish Whoever the other guy is, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey is a little too much for Atlanta. Um, I think that... Kyle Allen's going to still develop, and hopefully the coach that uh, takes over maybe lets him loose a little bit. I think Carolina's going to beat Atlanta at they, home. They let him loose on the fourth down play, and he and he fell back on the 40-yard line. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I'm taking Carolina, and I'm also betting on Carolina to win this game. Um, and I'm taking the money lines on these. So, if I have any that I think I'll take the spread, I'll let you guys know. Baltimore at Buffalo. This is a game that I actually – what's the spread on this game? Because – Five and a half. I guarantee you yeah. have. So this is a game that I honestly would be interested in taking the five points with Buffalo. I'm not going to say that Buffalo is going to win. I think it's going to be closer than everybody believes it's going to be. Um, the 49ers were able to move the ball on the, on the uh, Ravens. The 49ers also, I guess, somewhat held Lamar Jackson in check. He still probably had over 100 yards passing, over 100 yards rushing, and probably, I think, what, two touchdowns at least? Probably last week. Yeah. But either way, um, the 49ers kept it, in my opinion, relatively close. And I think Buffalo is a team that isn't necessarily playing for anything too uh, exciting because they're they're not really in the playoff picture, right, Buffalo? Yes. 
they are in the playoff picture. Absolutely, there's there there they are. I thought that they were not. I thought that they were not um, because of what division they were in. Let me look here real quick because I'm interested in this now. Um, but yeah, I just think that uh, I think that the Baltimore Ravens have been able to kind of do whatever they want with teams, and I'd really, really, really like to see how Buffalo steps up this week. But in the end, I am taking Baltimore over Buffalo. I got Buffalo. You're taking Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to back it up with? Uh, Buffalo just uh, came off a big win at Dallas. They're at home. Baltimore, at some point in time, has to slip up, and I think playing at Baltimore, Buffalo in December, it's a different ball game. Hey, Bills Mafia gets hype at games. So, uh, yeah, I guess Buffalo is just wow. They're nine and three. They're right behind New England. Um, yeah, I would take the spread, uh, but I also am going to take Baltimore over Buffalo in this game. Um, so we'll move on to Cincinnati at Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's just been that game or that team. I have Cincinnati. And they are Cleveland's favorite, aren't they? By, by uh, eight and a half yeah. points. I would take that spread too. I'd take Cincinnati at eight and a half. I'm taking Cincinnati. But I am taking Cincinnati to win that game as well. What? Honestly. Yeah, I really am. Uh, um, Cleveland has been a disappointment. Um, Baker Mayfield's been a disappointment. Freddie Kitchens, their coach, has been a disappointment. Um, Cincinnati has nothing really to play for. Uh, so they're going to play with no pressure. Cleveland's got all the pressure. Cincinnati's going to beat them. And they're going to be calling for Freddie Kitchen's head after this game, if if they're not already in Brown Town. <clears throat> so yeah, Freddie Kitchen, he wore that shirt. Uh, said Pittsburgh started it. I know his daughter gave it to him. I get it. I get it. But you're better than that. Yeah, don't wear that shirt. Um. Yeah. So I'm taking Cincinnati. You're taking Cincinnati. Moving on to Washington at Green Bay. I feel like this is kind of a no-brainer. Green Bay should win this game, right? They're favored by two touchdowns almost. Yeah. So, yeah. This this game's a lock for me. Green Bay. Yeah. Not a whole lot to talk about Washington Green Bay. Right. And Washington really doesn't have a whole lot going on. All right. Moving on to Detroit at Minnesota. Another big spread. This is a big spread. This is one. <sighs> If Matt Stafford was playing, I'd have a little bit maybe to give to Detroit, but Minnesota's just too good. Minnesota took Seattle to the wire. Minnesota's going to win this game. Uh, Minnesota, yeah, I'd pick Minnesota too, yeah. I I just think that. um, There's no way. I mean, Detroit, come on. There's nothing they've got going on for them. No, no, not a whole lot to cheer about. Yeah, they're they're to their like third-string quarterback, fourth-string guy. Uh, and he did not look good the last time I watched him play. No, he did not. <laughs> so we're going to move on. San Francisco at New Orleans. I'm taking San Francisco at New Orleans. San Francisco just had a tough game against the Ravens that was close. New Orleans does play well at home. It's a indoor stadium. San Francisco will be able to get back on track against New Orleans. They went to Baltimore, correct? Mm-hmm. Now they fly back home. Now they have to fly to New Orleans at 1 o'clock game again. Mm-hmm. New Orleans. You're taking New Orleans. That's why it's only two and a half. Yeah. I'm, I'm still saying San Francisco destroys them. I don't think that's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a blowout. San Francisco all day. <laughs> uh, but New Orleans has had a pretty, uh, pretty turnover-happy defense. They've done really well this year, um, but... I just still think I think San Francisco is just going to destroy them inside. We've wanted they're going to get a little bit of a break from the weather because they've played uh, they've played two really shitty weather games back to back. They played um, was it San Francisco? Who else? Did, who did they play in the monsoon rain? Was it? They played somebody because this week, this past week, they played in Baltimore in like a rainstorm slash like just yep. terrible weather mm-hmm. and then they played I think either in San Francisco or somewhere else and it was the same thing it was like a uh, complete just torrential downpour it might have been Miami it might have been but but I mean it's just it's, it's and this game will be outside of the elements but you have Jimmy G is a they, they don't expect a whole lot out of him run 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 defense but but I think they're going to try to make Jimmy G make plays. New Orleans is with their defense, and I, I think uh, Jimmy G will have a little trip up. I think a key is 
George Kittle at tight end because if he can get free against New Orleans, might throw off their game plan on the defensive side um, and then allow some of those running lanes to open up. I'm, d- I'm just saying I think San Francisco blows them out. That's going to be my lock of the week. They're going to blow out New Orleans. It'll be a good, I think it'll be an interesting game. <clears throat> that'll, that'll be one that I want to watch. We'll move on to, because you took New Orleans, right? Yes. Move on to Miami at New York. I'm taking Miami. Yeah, I'm on the Miami train. I like Tannehill, man. And the Jets are actually... It's not Tannehill, is it? Tannehill's in fucking Tennessee. I'm an idiot. I'm on the Fitz Magic train. That's yep. right. Yep. Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're letting him just go f- run wild. They're letting him throw wherever he wants to. Devontae Parker is turning into a stud wide receiver in Miami. He's having that weird fourth year blow up for a player, you know, where And the Jets are favored by five and five and a half. Yep. I'm gonna take that all day. Miami just got done beating your team and Philly. Right. They're gonna they're gonna take over in New York as well. Although New York has looked well looked good. Off and on this year, but they're so. the, but they're the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Did you hear about the uh, the soundbite from the um, New York Jets head coach saying he didn't trust Le'Veon Bell as a running back? Wow. Uh huh. He also in a on a previous team said that he didn't trust that running back, and that running back didn't do very well, and he got kind of it's Adam Gase in Miami, right? Because he was at Miami first. I think it's Adam Gase is the coach, and he didn't trust Kenyon Drake, and Kenyon Drake went out and became a stud. Uh, if he was in the, if it might be, it might be the same time frame. Anybody listening could probably call me out on this, but Jay Ajayi was also a Miami Dolphin that was a stud that didn't get the ball a lot, and I think Adam Gase might have been there then as well, saying he didn't trust the running back. He has a terrible eye. For running back talent, in my yeah, opinion, he had a uh, Jay had a good time. A good, yep. he went back to Philadelphia yep. again this year, uh, right now, and he's doing that pretty well. And and Jay Ajayi was one of my like I think I would say like I, I owned him on a couple of different fantasy football teams, and I used used to like flip out watching the games because he would get you know two or three. It's the same as Kenyon Drake, two or three runs in a row. He'd bust off like a fifteen yard run, twelve yard run, seventeen yard run. And then wouldn't get the ball the rest of the game, and you like it never made sense. Like it, it did not make sense. Jets might be the same way. Adam Gase may may have a short lived career at New York. Yeah. So I'm taking Miami over New York. I, I took a lot of road teams this week. I'm probably going to get killed. Um, and then this moves on to the next game. I will actually be in attendance at this game. Indianapolis at Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. First game I've ever gone to outside of Indianapolis. Oh, wow. NFL game, yeah. So I'm very excited to see what the facility's like, for sure. I've never been, like I said, anywhere other than the RCA Dome and Lucas Oil. So I'm interested to see how Tampa Stadium is set up. B, I'm interested to see how that defense that I am very confident in for the Colts how they play against Tampa because Bruce Arians is a very big, like, down-the-field threat guy. The Colts don't give up a lot of big plays. They give up a lot of short stuff, and then they tighten up around the uh, end zone so they don't allow teams to really score touchdowns. They're they're more on field goals, things like that, and they rely on their offense to outscore the other team. So I'm interested to see how it plays, and – I'm pretty sure Jameis Winston might have almost 20 interceptions this year. So I'm excited to see the Colts potentially in person take the ball away from Jameis Winston at least two or three times. And I'm taking the Colts to win the game because I'm going to be at the game. I'm taking Tampa Bay. You're taking Tampa Bay. You're a, you're We're, just a no, no, hater no. on the Colts, and you know you are. Why did I pick Miami? Why did I pick Miami? Because <laughs> they're traveling to Miami and what all that stuff. Well, yeah, well, in the you know, I know the Colts usually play in they play indoors, uh, indoors, but that's what I'm saying is you you're still eight, it can be 85 degrees down there in Tampa, and then this late in the year, you know, it's sometimes it can take make a big toll, especially on defense if right. you don't get off the field in time. That's true. Plus, but, they are the Colts, and they keep tripping over their own yeah, shoelaces. Yeah, and the tough thing about the Colts is, I mean. I don't care what anybody says. It's only three and a half, three, three minus three. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says, man. The Colts this year. Wait, who is favored in that game? Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay is favored. Tampa Bay is favored by three. 
It's good. They have put See? up a lot of points. No, I'm just and saying. And the Colts uh, haven't. And huh. the Colts are out. So many players. I'm just saying is uh, the odds are the odds are with me. Yeah. Uh, I'm still taking the Colts. And I, I don't know. I think they're going to win by at least a touchdown. No. All right. Moving yeah. on. Denver at Houston. Uh, pretty cut and dry on that one. Really? Yeah. Nine and a half? Uh-huh. Damn. I did not. Houston just does not impress me enough, though, for some reason. Because this is the time of year when Houston falls apart. Last year, they had a great team, made the playoffs. Colts put them out in first round. Yeah. The Colts were not, not favored in that game either. Right. So and they and, go get mollywopped by the fucking Chiefs. And that's and that's um, Bill Bryan's knock on him. Great regular season. Has to be able to win in the playoffs. Man, but I just I don't I agree. I'm gonna go I'm going with I'm going with Houston anyways. Um I it wouldn't shock me though if Denver won this game. No, no, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I would not be shocked. I mean it's one of those almost like eh, but nine and a half. I but mean, they're like but the you know, the odds makers are thinking that it's uh very cut and dry. <clears throat> We're gonna move on to the Chargers. I'm taking Houston. Did you say Houston as well? Yes. I'm taking on or we're going on to LA Chargers at Jacksonville. This was kind of a tough one for me because I'm pretty sure that uh, the the Chargers are favored, maybe. Uh, but I'm I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers hands down at Jacksonville. Jacksonville doesn't have anything that really, you know, piques my interest on anything that I. They bench Foles. Yeah. And the game, and as of right now, Chargers are favored by three. So Foles is out. They're going back with um, the mustache man. Oh, Minshew? He's coming back. I like Minshew. Well, then, starting. shit, I should probably change my fucking pick. I picked Jacksonville. You know why? Because they're the Chargers. I didn't know that information. I am switching my pick to Jacksonville. The guy without an NFL pick him show has knowledge. Because uh, I like Minshew. Minshew. Kazoom tight. I like him a lot. It sounds like that. You know, did you ever see that green deodorant that was like Mitchum or whatever? Mitchum, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to know the best slo- slogan of a deodorant of all time? What's that? Mitchum, so good you could skip a day. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that blew my mind when I was a kid because I remember getting that deodorant like in a, like, I don't know, some sort of gift bag or something for the football team because they like, they gave all of the like starting players. Like this, like gift bag at the beginning of the year, and there was like a lot of travel, like shower stuff, and Mitchum was in there. Yeah, and I just remember pulling because it's thing kind out. of expensive. I don't know. It is kind of is expensive. It? Yeah. Either way, I just remember like pulling it out of the bag and seeing it, and it saying, "So good, you could skip a day." Mm-hmm. And then uh, too many of our offensive linemen took that to heart and smelled like shit on a regular basis. The worst smell in the world is a locker room. When you and my son was one of those kids who played football, and like he'd bring his practice stuff home and like he put it in your car, and you're like, Ugh. Well, Ugh. I to this day cannot understand who let this fly, but there was like three or four offensive linemen that in, on my football team all throughout high school that if we were winning would not wash their practice gear. Oh, I I all year I had people that would do that all the time. That's I mean, it got to the point where it like you didn't want to tackle them because they smelled like shit. That and then you start seeing them breaking out and like yep. they would start getting pimples and mm-hmm. and you're like pants are like a brown color. Yeah, when they were they started the year as white. It's disgusting. It was weird when you would go to play basketball and they were like, you'd have to have everything washed religiously, or the mm-hmm. coach would kill you in football. It's like football and wrestling. Like, oh no, man, superstition. Don't give like, a fuck. Like my crotch is burning. They just used to make they just used to make jokes about how disgusting everything smelled. Oh, I can't I can't do it. Yeah. I um like I I'm a like there's times I'll take two showers a day. I mean I mean Is there I, anything better than a good shower? Not really. I mean I I, I love, know someone's going to say yeah, you know, having sex. No, 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 no. No, no, like a good shower could beat that. Yeah. Like depending a, depending on I, the type of shower, I the time in, of day, all of the factors that go into it. I stayed in a hotel room once that had three shower heads, and and had a be- you, mm, had a bench, mm-hmm. and I was it was in a hotel. You got that? That's gonna be sex hands down. Like I'm pretty sure that I I, I fell asleep in there numerous times. <laughs> 
I just sleep, <laughs> sleeping in there because it had a bench, and then like I, I took like the little ottoman and like put it oh, in there yeah. too. My feet were up, and I was just, <laughs> my my aunt and uncle when I was growing up. I moved in with them my senior year of high school, and they went out of town a lot, and they had a uh, like a um, open shower where there was like like you said there was like four shower heads there was like the one above you and then there was like three on the walls and they would like just all shoot out at you man and that was like i, I, saw I, used, to, I used to get drunk in high school have parties at their house and like get high and then i'd go sit in the fucking shower and just because like, i feel like even if you're sick or have a migraine or hung over whatever if you're in the shower and there's something about steam and hot water like you may get out and be like, oh, my God. But yeah. while you're in there, you're like, it's heaven. Oh, yeah. So, especially when I was in a hotel and then, uh, like, their hot water never ran out. Oh, yeah. I it's ne- not going anywhere. Yeah, I just stayed in there constantly. <laughs> no, I used to I used to love their, their house. And if they're listening, I apologize. We've talked about me getting high. You guys were not very happy with it, and you found it. So uh, it's not a surprise. It's not, like a, it's not like this is breaking news or anything like that. Um, okay, so I took Jacksonville because of Minshew. We're going to move on to Tennessee at Oakland. This is Oakland a, has been disappointing in the last few games, yes, cuz they were 7 and 4. Yeah. Then they lost. I think they're 7 and 5 now. Um so well, and the problem was they're you know, they're in the AFC 6 and 6. So they're in the AFC now. But they are second to KC and KC's 8 and 4. Um, and that's one thing that's scary is because if you go through and look, um, that's the NFC. let's go through and look at the NFC here real fast. Six and six, and the Cowboys are leading their division. Six and six, Eagles five and seven. But look, lost two, lost three, Giants lost. And eight. now they're all going to be playing each other, so they're going to fuck each other even more. Yeah, and then um, I'm sorry, I meant to, we need one to go to the AFC. I unless, unless the cow or unless Cowboys get yeah. So run. Chiefs are eight and four, and you got the Raiders six and six, Broncos, and then Chargers are done. And the Chiefs are playing New England this week. Yep. So I mean, um, it's the only AFC it's only, is a little bit more clear cut on who's going to be there. Tennessee is favored by two and a half because Tennessee is just another sneaky team. I think they're I think they're going to blow him out henry i think it's henry right yeah, the running back Derek henry he's been doing great Derek henry i heard a awesome take today on the radio and i feel like we're doing this podcast and i keep just repeating other people's takes on things oh, I, by the way I, I steal a lot of my stuff from the dan patrick show <laughs> but i just let everybody know right. but Derek henry i heard somebody talking about this on the radio show today that i listened to saying that towards the end of the season the reason that he does so well is because he's 64 240 at running back and a lot of these defensive backs uh, safeties corners linebackers are making business decisions <laughs> because they don't they don't want to get hurt at the end of the year like this so they may not give nearly as much effort if at bringing on, him down. If they're on the last year of their contract. Yeah, yeah. something like that, or just just a business decision. They you don't want to get hurt. They don't want to get in Minnesota will cut you. Right. I was watching a game. They were talking about how Zimmerman is. Oh, really? Zimmer is with, like, if you want to be a corner, you have to tackle. If not, you, they won't play you. Yeah. That's hilarious. So, But that's what, that's what people have started, or at least in this guy's opinion, that's why he said that Derrick Henry's had such strong ends of the year for, like, the last three years. Because at the end of the year, he's still kind of full, like full strength, and he's still trying to run people over. Where other people are trying to like kind of gear back a little bit if their team's not playing for the playoffs. And Tannehill's not making a bunch of mistakes, right? Yep. So I mean, I I actually picked I picked Oakland just because it's it's at Oakland. It's only two and a half, so it's it's right it's close. Yeah, and Oakland has been on the backslide. So I I because if we look at it, Oakland. It's a good thing to look at all the time. Oakland have lost two in a row, so they're they're looking for a win there. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Tennessee Titans. I think that they uh, showed me a lot against the uh, Colts, and just like what I just said about Derrick Henry, I think he's just gonna I think he's gonna run the ball, and Oakland's not gonna be able to stop him. Yeah, our next one is Kansas City at New England. Yes, um, it's only New England's only favored by three. I'm going out on a limb. I think a lot of people are talking about, and it's crazy. I didn't think that they were favored. I didn't realize that. I actually thought the opposite. I thought that um, Kansas City was going to be favored in this because Mahomes is healthy. 
he's had some time to rest. They've uh, got some stuff going over there in New England, uh, or not New England, in Kansas City. And New England's kind of on the downside. Like everybody just keeps talking about, oh, they'll figure it out. They'll, you know, they'll be okay. But they've what lost two in a row. They've only lost one. One in a row. They've they've lost one, 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 lost one. So yeah, they've lost two of their last three. I'm I'm taking New England in this one. I I'm taking New England. I had New England. Okay. I mean, they're coming off a loss, and one thing that Bill Belichick's really good at is is doing that is winning after uh-huh. coming off the loss. Yeah. Uh, all right, and coming off the bye, yep. and then um, and I just think that uh, and no offense, I love Andy Reid. He was my old you know old eagles coach favorite, yeah but i mean he's been known <laughs> this is when to drop off towards the end of the year yeah and then the other thing is can they stop them so that'll be pretty interesting and it's only three point spread which is hilarious well in new england's defense like everybody keeps talking about them but i'm interested to see them go up against patrick mahomes and all of those guys but it's at New England, so once again, that's but another, then again, they play, another benefit they play, for New England. They play in Kansas, which is another rough weather yeah, place. It's, so. it's not so much the weather, just the fact that it's Gillette Stadium. Like That's what I think is interesting because Gillette Stadium, they just seem to have a good record at home for New England. I agree with that one. Regardless of weather and all that stuff. All right, <clears throat> we're both taking New England. Moving on, Pittsburgh at Arizona. This one, I'm taking Arizona. I'm taking Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh has done a lot with a little. They haven't had much. Uh, they've had a lot of injuries. Um, Devlin Hodges played like I wanted him to last week, and he did win last week. Right? He did. Uh, um, yeah, that's the one. I, that's one of the ones I got right. The duck. Yep. So duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. Oh shit! Did I not take it? No, I did, but RB didn't. So even though RB did beat me in our record. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> no, um, I'm taking Arizona. I think Arizona is going to be able to uh, take advantage of kind of the the lack of talent that Pittsburgh has. Pittsburgh's favored. De- I know. Devlin, Devlin Hodges has had two games now or a few games now for Arizona to have a sample size to kind of figure out what he's been doing. And he may have a bad game this week. And then Arizona wins. Yep. I see your I see your point there. Um and I guess maybe they're not in the hunt cuz I thought oh well I mean but the Steelers are playing yeah, for the playoffs. They are playing for the playoffs. So Arizona's playing as like a uh a night ruiner a a season ruiner for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's crazy that they're in the playoff hunt and they're out Juju Smith, Schuster, Connor they're out Connor. They're out Roethlisberger. And they got rid of... Out Rudolph. And they got rid of Bell. Out Bell. And then Antonio. Yeah, and Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, that's Tom, a lot Tom of talent Tom, gone. Tomlin's done a hell of a job. And I don't care how many other sports talking heads have said it, Tomlin does need to be considered as coach of the year. Yeah. Because who else would have that team at what... Whatever their record is, but also in the wild card hunt to make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I mean, no uh, other coach. Pittsburgh is seven and five. Browns are healthy at five and seven. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they're healthy. They got some really terrible players on their team, but um, no, they're and their offensive line sucks. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's impressive. I hate the Steelers too, by the way. Like I'm I'm giving them credit, but I really hate the Steelers. I've never like it's I've, it's something I've talked about at the very beginning of this podcast with RB. I've every Steelers fan I've met is either obnoxious and loud about the Steelers or they just tell you, "Oh, just look at how many championships we have." You know, you know who's a big Steeler fan? Who's that? Um the video we sent today from uh, Espresso. Oh yeah. Joy. Joey? Joey, yeah. Joey's a Steelers I knew he was a Steelers fan. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I would say he's at least a little bit more realistic about his Steelers fandom. Until the Garrett thing happened, and then that's on Twitter where it gets a little dicey. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. he does work for 1070 The Fan, I yep. think, and he does a lot of that. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's he's... Man, he like went viral on a couple of videos recently. Yeah, I see him. Talking met- like uh, a head coach. Uh, the Nick Saban one at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I sent him a message. Said my man on ESPN. 
Yeah, so, it was a be- it was a beautiful thing. Enjoy your fifteen minutes. Yeah, I'm kidding. No, I mean that. Uh, I love both that. Of. Could lead to uh, way more because what's right there? His autographs in my studio go. already. I, I can smell talent. He'll he'll never listen to this, so don't worry about it. No, <laughs> I don't listen to their stuff. So, uh, well, they haven't done anything in a long time. No. Ben's out there in California trying to no, be a star. He's home now. I sent him a message, and yeah. of course, he doesn't reply back. <laughs> I'll let, I'm gonna do like a TikTok video. Like, he will eventually. He'll get back to you like two weeks from now. I was like, hey, hey what's up, man? I was like, hey, you're in town this week. You want to record? Because he, he's like, hey, I want to you know record, and then. Mm-hmm. He liked the he liked the picture of the guy with his teeth out, but never like read what was below it. <laughs> fucking Ben. All right, so I'm taking Arizona. You're taking Pittsburgh. Yep. And then we've got Seattle at L.A. I'm taking Seattle hands down. I am too. I don't like this spread. They're, they only have Seattle by a point. one point. What the fuck is this? That's the, maybe maybe Vegas knows something we don't know. Uh, I don't know. I watched Seattle manhandle. Uh, Minnesota and LA Rams. Uh, let's look and let's look at the two things here. So we got LA Rams sitting at. Oh wait, yeah, they're no, they're, yeah, they're in the other division. Yeah. Uh, let's look at where the Rams are at now. The Rams are seven and five, and you're giving, and then you have the and they're and they're playing Seattle. The Seahawks are ten and two, and Seattle's won five in a row, and they're six away, six and zero oh away, away. Yeah, I'm taking Seahawks hands down. Yeah, I mean, well, they're playing. Like, I don't even think it's going to be that close. No, I don't. Because Seattle's defense looks great. Um, Javani and Clowney. Javon, Javani, Clowney. Jadavian. Jadavian. Mm-hmm. I named my third son that. Uh, Clowney. <laughs> He's a uh, dude. Like, I he, I thought he was going to be a bust. and there, and then, But I what I realized is it's hard to be a bust when you're getting triple teamed. Right. Right. And and uh, and I and honestly, I mean, their corners and their safeties look good for um, the uh, for Seattle. Like I'm a huge Seattle mark right now. That's the team. yeah. And and the Rams have what? Um, who's the the interior defensive lineman that they're Aaron Donald? Yeah, he's had an off year, but he's like he's kind of got like a he has a hard time getting like the engine going. I guess. Well, because I mean, he's constantly double teamed. Right. But that was the point: is he was supposed to be disruptor, and it doesn't lead to a lot of sacks. His sacks, but he opens up and stuff like that. And did so. the Rams? Did they? Are they the ones that picked up one of those that corner that was being a shithead? Ramsey, in Jacksonville. I I don't know who picked up Ramsey. I think they are the ones who did that. Well, I know I, Seahawks also have. Uh, he was playing for New Orleans, or I'm sorry, New England. They let him go. Um, the guy used to play for Cleveland, been suspended a bunch of times. The receiver. Oh shit, Josh Gordon. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, I don't think he's even seen the field yet. Yeah, he played like every, he? he played every down almost. Really? Yeah, they're just they just can't get the ball to him because that that tight end for Seattle forty seven. He was a practice squad guy. Mm-hmm. He was D- ta- DK he was Metcalf, up. who I really like because. He was just like a physical freak at the combine. Uh, had like seven catches for seventy yards um, yesterday, or no? Yeah, yesterday. They yeah. play Monday night. Yeah, yeah. So he had seven catches, seventy yards, but he also had a fumble, and he also got tackled at the one yard line. So he could have scored a touchdown. That guy, I think, is going to end up being really good if he's having this kind of year as his first year as a wideout. Yeah, and Minnesota's running back got his bell rung in that fumble, too. Dalvin Cook? He hurt his shoulder. I don't know if he ever came back last time. I don't think he did. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm, I'm excited to see the career of DK Metcalf. If he stays healthy and he stays the, you know, giant physical, like, just athlete that he is, because most wide receivers their first year, they don't break out. It's like second, third year. Is yeah, when they break very out. Very rare. I mean, Randy Moss is probably one I could think of off the top of my head. Was he did. a stud right, yeah. right out the break? Yeah. Because well, I'll never forget. Like, I played wide receiver. Randy Moss was one of those people that, like, I tried to do everything he did because it was just the coolest thing. Like, it looked cool, but it was also super athletic. For example, I remember um, one play sticks out in my mind. It was, uh, I want to say, did he play with Randall Cunningham? Yes, from Minnesota. So. This was a Minnesota game, and I remember watching this highlight on SportsCenter when I was like maybe 9 or 10 or something like that, maybe even maybe a little older. But either way, 
I remember they threw one of my buddy Jason Priest's favorite plays. He it's not his favorite play. He hates it, but it was like a backside fade where it's literally just one on one the wide receiver against the corner, and Randall just kind of you know one step throw it up in the air, let your wide receiver go and get it. And I just remember being blown away because uh, Randy Moss had like this kind of tiny little battle with the corner, but like waited so long to the last second. And then the way he jumped almost like a spring just exploded, jumped up and caught the ball and then like came down with it as a, as a touchdown was just like mind blown to me. I was like, there's a guy that, knows that he can like i don't know just his timing the way he could do that just like resonated and like stuck in my mind and i'm always gonna like remember that as one of the coolest moves i'd ever seen a receiver do and literally all it was was a jump ball but he just did it in such a way that i thought was the like the most dominating way that a wide receiver could do that yeah i mean he was he was a freak he was a freak and i'll just never forget that because like it's burned in my brain that and it was probably not even that big of a play, but I just remember seeing it like being like, that's how I want to be able to do that when I'm playing wide receiver. Just go get it. Yep. Just throw it and I'll go get it. But yeah, I'm taking Seattle over the Rams. And I don't think it I don't think it's this close. No. I don't think it's three points. It was one. I think it was, it was one, one point. Mm-hmm. Jesus. No, I don't see that. All right. Moving on, Monday night game. Your uh Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. This is a kind of a rivalry game. Yeah, it is. It is. So. And it's at Philadelphia. It's Monday night. It's an awesome night. It's a great, great time for games. I'll be asleep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Me too. Ah, I, no, mean, I mean, I, I might be okay because I'll be flying back from Florida that day. So I'll probably be getting back right as the game's starting. So I'll probably watch at least a little bit of it. I, um, yeah, I mean, I'll make it but through. I'm damn, it through. they've uh, got Philly at eight and a half. Yeah. What scares me? As a favorite. Yeah. I mean, they're playing at home. They were a favorite over Miami by like seven, too. Yep. So <laughs> if the Cowboys Cowboys lose, they'll be a six and seven, and if the Eagles win, they'll be a six and seven. That's where we're at in that shitty division. That's insane. And then if you go through the other records, the other divisions, Seattle's ten and two, Niners ten and two, Packers nine and three, Vikings is eight and four, Saints ten and two, and then the bottom of that NFC South is, is a little shitty. And then you go to the AFC. I think it's a little clearer picture of the AFC. AFC, you got Patriots ten and two. See, Bills are nine and three. Yeah, I think the only kind of competition you got uh, is Bills, Patriots, the Chiefs is eight and four. Chiefs, Raiders, Ravens, Steelers, Texans, Titans, Colts six. Colts and, squeak out four in a row, then get ten and six. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see it happening. We go through, and then here's the last thing. Here is uh, here's. Everybody that's in the hunt for playoffs, Titans, Raiders, Colts, Browns, Jaguars, Broncos, Chargers, and Jets in the hunt. They have not been eliminated. Yeah. Now, in the NFC, it's Rams, Bears, Buccaneers, Eagles, Panthers, and Redskins. With Redskins. all really shitty records. Oh, my God. I don't see any of those. Ooh. See the Rams, Maybe. Maybe. But I think Seattle just destroys them this weekend. So Yeah. I mean, that's if they do it. But, I mean, right now you have the Ravens, Patriots. Uh, Ravens is first seed. Patriots is second seed um, in the AFC. And, then, and that's if it was to start right now, right? Yeah, if it start right now, you get, then you have the Steelers, Texans, Chiefs, and Bills in the wild card round. And then in the NFC, you have Saints in Seattle. And then the wild card round, you have 49ers, Cowboys, Packers, and Vikings. And and could you imagine uh, 49ers, like maybe would the 49ers and Cowboys play each other? Uh, no, because they're fourth and fifth, right? So it would be like it would be like Packers, 49ers, right? Uh, pack, who's the... I'm just trying to think of like how those games would play out. That's the first the seed, second seed. So that's the, uh, does that say six right there? Yep. Six. And you got the four. I just don't know who would play who. Well, the uh, fifth. Because you play the wild card round well, before be, you it, play the would, divisional round. You'd have the you'd have the Packers. Is it Vikings, Packers, Vikings, Packers, 49ers, yeah. Cowboys, and the Bills, Chiefs, Steelers, Texans. I could easily see the Steelers beating the Texans. I could see that. I could see and the Bills. I could see the Cowboys sneaking away with a win against the 49ers in the playoffs. Go through some n- nostalgia and just a weird 
game. Some old Bill Walsh versus uh, Tom Landry. I think it could happen. Uh, anything can happen. That's why the playoffs are exciting. That's what I'm excited for. Hard Rock Stadium, Miami, Florida. Hey, I saw that stadium when I was in Miami. Um, that's the stadium that my aunt and uncle didn't make it into the stadium when the Colts played the Super Bowl against the Bears because a pickpocket stole their tickets. That's what they told you. And they paid for the Super Bowl tickets. That's what they told you. Nah. They stole those tickets, got a bunch of cocaine. No. <laughs> that would have been a better story in my opinion. That's what I would tell people. <laughs> then we tried to then we tried to flip it for more money. <laughs> no, that's actually a, that's a good idea. I like that. Maybe if I ever Cuz if like you just told some... me that it said pickpocket or something like come on. If it's your aunt and uncle, they had to have fanny packs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They 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 were a lot cooler than me. Were they? Oh yeah. I don't know. They still are. I would have had those sons of bitches and like, like a, a, duct tape to your nipples. Well, there's a like underneath your shirt. There's a sh- <laughs> movie called Euro Trip, and then like it's one of these things that strap underneath your shirt. Oh, yeah. I would have had it in there. One of those little like belts or something like that. that yeah, and think. plus it's 2019. You think or when was it? Well, it was like what 08 or no 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 06. Yeah, so they didn't have them on your phone yet. No, nope. uh, it was 06. I'm so, I feel bad, but other than that, they have a good time. <laughs> Did they no, walk? no, they, uh, I mean, once again, you said their story is they probably got a bunch of cocaine and, you know, flipped it and made it some more money. But no, what he, what they told me is that they didn't even see the, they had to, they didn't get to even see the first half because they were going through a fight with like the ticketing, uh, people and saying like, Hey, we bought the tickets. They were stolen from like 30 of us in this like little area right here. Cause all those people went to the, like the help desk or whatever and the help desk people told them that they only like were able to get in a certain amount of people and they had to take they said they were going to take people with kids first what about the people sitting in their seats i mean that's the i whole, don't yeah i don't know i had customer back like, eh, like, <clears> how, <throat> how do we know it back then they probably didn't have like i mean they're not gonna be able to check picture ids right. or anything like that and what they did was is my my uncle said that they um left the stadium tried to get to the uh get to a bar to watch it but they couldn't get in anywhere and he said he ended up seeing it seeing the second half in a bar like five miles away from the stadium so that's how they caught the, the end of the super bowl against i wouldn't want to go chicago bears i wouldn't i, I wouldn't wanna. i would love to go to at least one super bowl in my that's, life that's regardless of who plays that's just too much stress i'd like to see it i mean you just told me you, they got pickpocketed oh i'd i'd murder somebody yeah yeah, I'm but, just kidding. <laughs> I'd probably get there and be like, eh, I'll probably sell my tickets. But that's the thing. So that's where I've actually had that conundrum because I've like thought about it. And I'm like, if I was given these tickets, it's on my bucket list to go to a Super Bowl. But it's also those tickets you can sell on like a ticket site for like twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars a piece. What are you like? Am I, do I feel confident enough that I would ever get tickets given to me again or that I would ever get to a point that I could afford tickets? Great point. So that's my thought process. So let's say you have, it's on my bucket list. Let's say you have have to do it before I die. You have two tickets, $5,000 a piece, Mm -hmm. right? And it's the day of the Super Bowl, which means they could go up four times in value. Right. So let's say you're at $20,000 a piece. So that's $40,000. You know what I would do? Go to one of the hotels as a presidential suite and say, how many shower heads does your shower have? <laughs> and I would sit there, get a bunch of nose candy, and just watch, and the, watch game. the game from the shower. shower. <laughs> There's no one around you, room service. That's actually a, a pretty sweet idea. Yeah. No, but like I said, it's a bucket list item to go to the game. That's just a hard thing to think about for me because now on the flip side, if I bought the tickets for $2,500 a piece and they went up, you know, three times in value, I think I would still go because I spent the money to go. I made the plans to go. I'm going. Yeah, because if you're going to get $40,000, that means you can cash in your plane tickets to get first class tickets, Mm -hmm. right? direct flights back so you could just live i mean you're getting forty thousand dollars basically let's say it's the day before super bowl now if it's if if we're talking exactly forty thousand yeah. dollars 
then regardless, I might sell them because then I will just put back 10,000 so that I could just buy tickets next year. Yeah. And then just keep doing it every year. <laughs> and then buy like $5,000 tickets the day that it comes out. And yeah. then like make sure you're on the camera side. Well, and that's the, that's the other um, problem with it is um, there's only, there's like a very, very, very small amount of tickets to the public because a majority of the tickets go to season ticket holders of both teams and, and, and corporate you, sponsors. And yeah. And you get actually for my uncle who went to this game or tried to go to this game. Um, he had had season tickets since 1987. So 1987 till 2006, he had had season tickets every year and your chances of getting selected to go to the Super Bowl If your team makes it because they select you, but you don't get those tickets. You still have to buy those tickets. Um, but your chances increase based on kind of like your merit. Like you've been a season ticket holder this long. You get X amount of opportunities for the raffle when they pick your name out. And you then they offer you like, hey, your name's been picked. Here's two $2,500 tickets. Would you like to buy them? And then if you say no, then they move on to the next person. God, that means everybody in New England has been at least once or twice. Uh, probably. <laughs> but think about Lambo though, where those ticket holders have been in place for all those years. Right. So, I mean, because... I, and, I, and it could be different at other stadiums, and it could be even different now. That's just was what was explained to me in 2006. I think it still goes by based on the season ticket holders. Yeah. And then some of the season ticket holders will buy them if they don't go, and then... Then they'll sell. Yeah, because they do it because they don't want a bunch of scalpers to buy them, and the scalpers right. try to buy them from them. Right. So Because that's why they want they want people to go that are invested in their team. Yeah, that's why majority of the people there are like, not there to be a part of the team. Right. I want to watch the halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> what What is the halftime show again this year? Isn't it something stupid? Well, it's been stupid for a while, but... Um, I, th- I can't remember what is it, it is. Is it Justin Timberlake again? No, if it was Justin Timberlake, I'd be down. I like Justin Timberlake. Uh, we have to look this up before we get it. That's the last thing we'll look yeah. this up. Because um, didn't they already name the Super Bowl halftime They show? did. No, I know who it is. Who is it? It's Jennifer Lopez and another, uh, is it um, My Hips Don't Lie, Shakira? Is it Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, I think? Yeah, I I think you're correct on it's that. It's J Lo. It's J Lo and another n- another Latina, I believe. I hope it, it can't be Shakira. She still owes money for back taxes. <laughs> 2019 Super Bowl. I already got it right here. Uh, the 2019 Super Bowl halftime show will be. Oh nope. It needs to be 2020. I was wrong. Oh, me too. I did the same thing because it was Maroon 5 last year. No, you are right. Uh, halftime shows. Jennifer Shakira Lopez and, and Shakira. That actually might be okay. I might be interested in that one. Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lopez, Shakira headlines. I do like myself some Jennifer Lopez, and I do like myself I a lot of Shakira. I can't stand Jennifer Lopez. Ugh, I like both of them. They're... I'm just Jenny from the block. They're both hot. I can't sing worth a dot. Dude, Jennifer Lopez in the new movie looks good. Well, Hustlers? Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen the movie. I just watched the trailer a couple times because I like Jennifer Lopez. I'd rather watch you give a video on how to take a proper poop. (laughs) First, what you do is you tear off one thing of toilet paper and you tear it in half. And then you stick your finger through the middle of the toilet paper sheet. Why would you do that? You never heard about that? quarterback taught us that in high school that's disgusting and then you then you wipe and then you do that that's I think, utterly disgusting i think it's a prison thing so you can get more <laughs> sheets out of it oh my god that's that's utterly disgusting um but on that note <laughs> this has been the week 14 nfl pick it's been a lot of fun i laughed more on this one than i have in a while RB, we need to get you back in the studio, man. I, I think that's why we've had such a bad record lately. We need to get you back in the studio so I'll, we can I'll get, get the magic back. I'll get him back on track. Uh, make sure also, if you're listening to this, after this, go listen to Movie Review. We talk oh, about yeah. superheroes. How uh, did that go? Uh, we just we just kind of melded in. Did you did you like uh, did you like my comments? <laughs> we read them all. Yeah. I can't remember what you put, though. Blank man? Was it no, you? No, I was, I was very straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> 
<clears throat> I wasn't trying to be funny. What'd you put? I put, uh, in my opinion, Dark Knight is probably cinematically the best superhero oh, movie. Oh, we, we did a um, Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. ranked by the freshness plus a little yep. bit meter. It was awful. Like, I go through the list and I just trash it. Yep. And then the Avengers, I think, Infinity War and Endgame both are kind of tied, in my opinion, for most entertaining. So they weren't like, I wouldn't say they were cinematically better than Dark Knight, like for the whole experience, but they were more entertaining to me than any other superhero movie. Yeah, I think mine was The Watchmen. um, That's a really good one. Batman 89, uh, Dark Knight. um, I can't remember the other two that I had. but Oh, Captain... Um, Captain America's um, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier is really good. That's one of my favorite. I just watched ones. that recently because I've heard you talk about it a yeah, couple it's, times. It's one of my favorite ones. And then um, I think that I can't remember the fifth one I had, but I know Watchmen, Batman '89, and then. Um, um, have you watched the Watchmen TV series at all? Yes, it's good. Yes, I have. There's so many shows to keep up on. I know it's tough because I don't even know. I know Watchmen has released more episodes. I just haven't gotten into it yet. So I know Devon watches it. Oh, and also on Thursdays, check out Off the Cuff Podcast with Devon and Calvin. Yep, that's a fantastic show. I'm finishing the uh, the Dragula one that they just posted. I think I was on that last one. week. Yeah, and I don't uh, mean to be on shows. It's just it's the way it is. It's you're a producer. Producers have to fill in when other people aren't here. And then uh, check out the BJ Robbins project. Yep, that's out there. And uh, you know juice in the morning check that out too yep juice in the morning and then i will also be doing i'll be hosting a comedy show I january 11th rain tree in there's a lot of uh, variables up in the air in this group message that i keep having but i think everything's going to be okay i think just people are uh trying to make sure everything is planned out appropriately if not, I could fill in and do a, <laughs> and do a bunch like, what's the deal with fantasy football? <laughs> Are you fantasizing about players? Oh, yeah. So that's and uh, Flyover Media. That's why. Flyover Media Studios. And, and I'm still under the weather, so that's why I can't remember half the things. I'm, because uh, on my one show, I have all the stuff at the end. Yeah. Play, <laughs> smartest thing I ever did. Yep. Listen for the we social media. We need to media. do that for everybody's show. <laughs> let's just do it like let's figure it out and write it out and do it uh check me out also on january 16th oh and you also have the uh december 20th oh yeah december 20th the roast battle are you guys having teams roast war, roast war championship i will be drafting a team dustin roller will be drafting a team and then we're going to be going at it because january 30th dustin roller and i will be stepping into the cage against each other at crackers downtown am i your am i your secret pick Ooh, that's interesting. I haven't thought about that. No, um, but they... I'll, I'll roast the Dustin's wife. Bring her up. Ooh, that would be awesome. That'd be very nice. I've already got enough jokes about his wife. Don't worry. <laughs> I love Dustin so much. <clears throat> no, me too. Uh, Dustin's awesome. And like I said, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, fun stuff leading up to that. It, you know, on that comedy show, who's going there with you? Um, that is Brody Miller, Calvin... Uh, Calvin Turner, Devon Shoemaker, Griffin Shira, and uh, I want to say his name is Dustin Stutes. I only saw four of you on them. Yeah, the, the, that's why I didn't really want to say anybody that wasn't on the poster because I know everybody on the poster very well. Like, I know who's going to be there, but I know there's like maybe one or two others that aren't on the poster, so I don't want to like say for sure. So if I'm wrong about the, the Stutes man, uh, I apologize, but... Nobody listens to this. So I believe it's, it's fine. exactly like maybe 18 people might hear this. Um, but yeah, if you, we have two if you podca- come out, it's Newcastle, Indiana, man. We Rain have, Tree Inn. Look have, it up. We have two podcasts combined into one. Still, no one ever listens. <laughs> like, so. Well, it's also, like I said, it's for me, I've gotten, I, I'm not going to lie. I've gotten over and I don't care how many people listen anymore. It's more. The interaction I get from people when they listen, like yeah. Cody Bragdon, who has become like a diehard fan of us doing this NFL show, I know he's listening. So I'm excited that well, he's listening. Wasn't and that attention. weird dude that was here? <laughs> yeah, he's not weird. He's I just, not weird. I just waiting for a new. If I, I'm waiting for my. 
I'm weird. He's going to like think about that for a second until <laughs> we got to this part. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's the same way when I, I get messages from people for the BJ Robbins yeah. project. And then I was like, okay, that's who I'm doing it for. If other people continue to listen and the audience grows, that's great. But I do that show for me. Yeah. That's why I enjoy doing it. And, and that's why, like, I mean, I, I enjoy, I love doing stand-up comedy. It's fun. It, the rush is awesome. It's a great feeling and all that good stuff. But the main reason for it is to grow the stuff that we're doing, like to to get into that crowd, meet other creative people, that, and do the stuff that we're already doing, but hopefully on a bigger level. That's how, I mean, that's how Smugcast took off was we started going to comedy shows, and then I started doing open mics. I started meeting a bunch of new people, and then I get those comedians on. Those comedians would promote it. Yeah. And, that, I mean, that's how it grew because they knew this was a place to come to, and they could promote their stuff, and we'd have a good time, and we'd listen to them instead of the old Wayne's World thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And what about this? What about this? Mm-hmm. What about this? Yep. All right. You ready to get out of yep, here? Yep. But we're going to get out of here. We will see you guys next – well, maybe not next week. I'll do something. I might just put something out that's just me talking into my – uh personal handheld microphone and giving my picks maybe rb can send me his i'll still get something up to you guys next week so we'll just see you guys next week peace out